Michael and Heifert present This Week in Horror. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Heifert. And I'm Sickle, and we're Sickle and Heifert. We're the Unhallowed Reviewers. And we are going to be talking Telluride Horror Show First Wave Previews today. Shelter in Place Edition! Because bah, 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 bah. the killer virus that wiped out the world... And that's not even a, one of the horror movies. No. That's just what's happening. Um, so I did, we did want to kind of talk about um, the pass structure. So there's been a lot of questions about passes for this. Um, this is the first time that a lot of people are doing um, a online festival. Basically, what we've seen from the website is that there's two types of passes. There's a um, like a regular pass, a virtual festival pass, which is about 75 bucks. It's going to allow you, and, and this is all on the website, so I'm just reading it. Uh, expect 10 to 5 15 feature films with 6 to 7 short programs you choose, along with live streaming events. That costs 75 and it allows you to watch each program once that you out of the 15 and 6 to 7. Then there's a festival pass house party. So this one, I, I'm not quite sure if this is ab- giving access to all the movies or not, or if it's just uh, something that you're doing because you want to support the festival more, or because you know multiple people are going to be watching in the same venue. Um, but it says basically if you're watching with numerous people in one house consider purchasing the house party pass it's meant for multiple people in the same location um this extra support gives the festival um like more leeway in 2020 because everything that's happened um but it still allows you to watch each each thing once it's and again the films are only available to people in the us so there's that geo blocking thing that we talked about a few times ago with fantasia uh, Fan- Fantasia Film Festival? I think that's what it was, right? We always get them mixed up. Yeah. Uh, fa- Phantasma. No, it's Fantasia because Fantastic Fest is the other one. Okay. Um, yes. Basically, that's $125. So you spend an extra 50 bucks, and either I think you're supporting the festival more. It's not been really clear about whether or not you're getting 15 to 10 to 15 films. Um, or if the films that you get, you have to choose from a list of. There's no schedule out. So we're just trying to make sure everybody knows how to get passes. So that's how you get passes. Go to the website, you can buy them for $75 or $125 if you want to support the festival more and you have a bunch of people at your house. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the festival uh, pass thing. That's the information we know now. There's going to be schedules out soon. Um, it's from it's an extra day this year. It goes from the 14th to the 18th instead of the normal Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And I think it kind of did that in the past. It's just there wasn't like a movie showing, but this time there may be. We don't know. We'll, we'll keep you updated as we know. So... Uh, let's, um, before, this is going to be a long one, so I don't want to waste too much time on stuff, but let's No, get... that wasn't wasteful. That was, that was... No, uh, waste too much time information. jibbing and jabbing about <laughs> what we do and don't know, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's dive into the first wave of Telluride Horror Fest. So, again, Telluride Horror Fest, uh, movies come out in two waves. The first wave and the second wave. And there's not really anything definitive about the two. It's just that there's two waves that come out as far as I understand it. Do you remember if there's anything definitive about what happens in which wave? It's just wave. No, I don't think so. I think it's just to, you know, it's just to pump you up, get you all excited. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to go through (laughs) these and we're not going to like spend a ton of time on each one of these, but we're just going to talk through our thoughts on the feature films that are released and some of the retro stuff coming out. And then for the shorts, we're just going to talk about the shorts we're excited for. Sorry if your shorts not on there. Um, you either didn't write a good synopsis or didn't have a trailer or did have a trailer. <laughs> I guess it depends. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we're going to give all the thought shots, all of these shorts a shot because we uh, love shorts. So, Oh, yeah. Um, 
And speaking of shorts, the first three movies I want to talk about from the feature films are seemingly anthologies. So the first one is called The Hundred Candles Game. Um, and then we're not going to talk about the directors or anything because that's not really how we review movies. Um, so, you know, or we talk about stuff because I'm too stupid to remember directors and sickle is sickle. Uh, so we only remember <laughs> the ones that we care about. Um, so Hundred Candles Game looks interesting. It's like these kids playing a game called The Hundred Candles Game. And the whole point is that if you can complete it, something you get something like your wish or something like that. But there's a hundred candles around them in the circle. And every time, like to get through the game, you have to pick up a candle and tell a horror story and then blow the candle out. And then, you know, as the, that's happening, you know, obviously supernatural stuff starts happening to these kids. But it seems like it's an anthology show. I don't know if there's going to be a hundred short stories or what, but um, we'll see how that goes. <clears throat> I did like that the uh, runtime for it is exactly a hundred minutes. That's cool. That's really that cool. makes me happy. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and yeah, and like I would say that uh, the uh, we won't discuss the uh, exact directors, but there is a list of directors, which would also imply anthology of yes. some kind. Yeah, exactly. So, so. Um, that that to me, I, again, I love anthology films. Like VHS is one of my favorite series. Sounds the last oh, one. Yeah. Last one's okay, but the first two are really good. And so uh, anthology horror is my jam. I love short stories. I love horror short stories. Two-sentence horror is like my favorite thing to go on Reddit and read, so I'm all for it. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of, uh, what was that one short, uh, Don't Move? Is in that one where, like, yeah. the, the ceremony goes wrong? The demon gets summoned, and whenever right. they move, it, like, attacks them and murders them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I'm picturing that's what, happen that's what happens when they leave the circle, but who knows? Yeah. I'm excited to see. I like that the whenever a, 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 an anthology film has a good center story, I don't know what they call it in technical terms, but the story that runs alongside the anthology, uh, that's a good thing. Like VHS2's center story is really good. VHS3's yes. is not. It was uh, not good. That was the worst part of that one, and that's what kind of yeah. like brought it down. But yeah, the first two. All right, speaking of, of ones that look weird, um, Anonymous Animals, to me, Looks like it has the potential to be really interesting, but I don't think they're going to, like, get out of artsy enough to make it interesting to me. Um, it Basically, what it looks like is it's not a collection. It's, it's like I said, that it looks like it's doing vignettes of these things, but it's in the same world, right? So there's these this world or this place where these humanoid animals are. They're basically, like, humans with animal heads, and they're not just masks. They're, like, literally animal heads. Yeah, it looks like, you know, the heads that are, like, mounted on the wall after you hunt something. Yeah. Right? And then, like, that. like, the vignettes are, like, how people are being treated like animals in this world, right? And I think the animal head thing looks really cool, and it could be potentially really interesting. I feel like this is going to be really heavy in the social commentary and really, really artsy. And so, if it goes that direction, I will probably not enjoy it very much. It does feel, uh, there is a part of it that gives you this feeling of, like, that it's, it was, like, produced by PETA and they, <laughs> I, that's the they're just like, you know, about. okay, that makes sense. You know, you know, we haven't, we haven't like tackled the, you know, the, the horror crowd, you know, before let's see if we can like get some of them pulled in our direction and we'll just make this film because you can tell from like just the trailer that like the way, you know, the animal head represented is the, the way that they torture the people is relative to yeah, how those exactly. animals there's are like a tortured dog in real dogs life. around it and there's like a, a buck exactly. hunting and a cow that's in the slaughter room or something, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But it's... there definitely is like, there's some cinematography and, and usage of 
of like the like the creepiness the the creepy factor the way that they set it up in some of the shots in the in the trailer there's some value there and beyond just like whatever their underlying message is so it, i'm hoping that it can play off of that but yeah it could go either way but I'm excited to try it. I'm yeah, excited. me too. I'm just worried that it's going to get to it follows on me. And then I'll be like, what? Why do I have to look up a video to explain what happened here? Um, <laughs> all right. The last anthology-ish film or short story film is called Dark Stories. And I personally think I'm most excited for this one. Um, just because it looks like it has the most um, kind of like interesting short stories in it. Um, as far as yes. like what's happening in them. And actually, so... What I figured out after looking at this is Dark Stories is actually a French web series that basically has got turned into a movie. Um, so I'm not sure much about that. It, the Dark Stories thing was directed and it was a French web series you could watch individual episodes of. There's about six episodes, I think, or maybe more. There might be two seasons. But this movie is like the bringing together of those stories. So I'm not sure if the center story plays through all the normal webs webisodes or if it's just bringing them together into the movie, you know, or if there's even a center story, but they look cool and I'm really, really excited for them. And it looked like there were some like famous actors in them, but now that I know it's like completely French, I'm not sure that they're actually who I think they are. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm, I don't know anything about any of the actors in it. I, I did like the, the, from what the trailer shows, I like the breadth that it takes. Mm -hmm. It looks like it's going all over the place. And even the synopsis mentions like zombies, aliens, ghouls, ghosts, like it kind of just goes everywhere. And based off um, of the zombies though, it looks like it's a new take on zombies. It's not just like zombie apocalypse. It looks like there's like some zombies stalking a person, but it's like a sentient zombie who's like putting himself back yes. together or something. Yes. And then there was also a shot in the trailer where it almost looked like he was, I mean, I'm jumping to a big conclusion here, but it was almost something where like he gets, he like pay or people pay him for them to like be able to like, mutilate him yeah okay. and like shoot him and stuff mm -hmm. and then he because he can take it and it doesn't matter so it could be but cool. i don't know i'm jumping but if if that's the case that's a really cool take and if it's not it could still be really cool but yeah, yeah i'm excited so for that one i too. think i'm most excited for that anthology one out of the three anthology esh feature films so yes i agree i think it's the it's the safest bet to be entertaining i think yep and so yeah moving on to the non-anthology movies uh I actually think that the lineup of movies this year is, like, really good. Like, I haven't really seen anything that I'm just not going to watch, besides the reasons I'll give for the ones that I'm, like, wouldn't normally watch, but depending on how the festival setup would watch this time. Uh, the first one is Butchers, or, or The Butchers. I think it's The Butchers, but... Um, it's I think it's just Butchers. Basically... Just butchers. Oh, no, you're right. Okay. Um, this one kind of feels interesting. It's like Tucker and Dale versus Evil, but they're actually evil, right? And you're following the, the people who are, like killing these people who come into their like zone like texas chainsaw massacre or like friday the 13th style and like throughout different like a, a period of time like you're watching them kill multiple people and all that stuff and the, the situations they get in i think it's really cool it's not like a meta horror movie like you might be the killer or scare baggage but it is a meta horror movie in that it's flipping the script on who we're following as the main characters and who we may potentially even be rooting for you know yeah it's a very interesting take with like the like like the the timeline that it takes um so that'll be that'll be interesting to see how that plays out mm -hmm. yeah um so i'm excited for that one i think because it's gonna be it might not be the best movie but i think it's it's um like pioneering a little bit you know yeah yeah i i can see where you get that 
this next one, I, I don't know, they call it super pioneering, but I definitely think it looks kind of interesting. Um, it's called The Columnist, and it's uh, basically this scene, this movie, this scene, this movie where a columnist or a writer keeps getting, like, reamed online, and so she ends up going to, like, find these people and kill them, like, and, or exact her vengeance for the terrible, terrible things they're saying about her, right? Which I think, obviously, is social commentary, um. It does seem like a few scenes in the trailer made me feel like it was really artsy, but also the trailer made it seem like it has some pretty good kill scenes in it. So normally artsy movies don't typically um, do kill scenes very well. It, the one that I can think of that kind of did them well, or maybe not, if I remember here, it was Velvet Bloodsaw. Like there's some, is there some interesting kill scenes in that or not really? There were, yeah, there okay. were a few. But that movie's yeah. really, really like highbrow and, like has a little bit of imagery and stuff in it so i don't know i could go both ways on this movie depending on how much it twists back and forth you know it reminded me a lot of uh the move this movie it's not this one is not like a horror comedy like this one is but god bless america which was basically about a guy i'm pretty sure he's dying if i recall correctly and he just like you know he's tired of dealing with all of the these like pet peeves that he has with like the way that people live their lives um, like an example would be like, you know, people cutting you off on the road, people talking in movie theaters, mm -hmm. stuff like that. Just people being jerks for no reason and like having no consequences for it. So he's like, well, I'm going to die anyway. So he just starts killing people that <laughs> annoy him in this way. And it, the movie doesn't, it doesn't stay on that path well enough for me. Uh, but I loved the idea. I thought it was hilarious because like every, it, it's, it's very cathartic because you're like, those people don't deserve to die, but it's a movie, so I get to, I get the cathartic experience. It kind of sounds like, like what should have been the motivation for the the uh, killer in uh, Alone, you know, but they didn't really go that yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, like I feel like the columnist is kind of doing that with social media. It's like these are the jerks that just sit by, behind their computers and bully people and. Uh, just treat people like crap because they can. Yeah, so it's no kind of like a falling down thing or something like that, you know, like you're... Yes. Uh, yeah. I it, kind of think it's... Oh, go ahead, sorry. I'll just finish. Yeah, so it just, it just provides it provides that cathartic experience for like, you know, these people don't deserve to die, but it'd be nice for them to learn a lesson and we get to enjoy that through a movie. I know this is a stupid thing to say, but social media commentary is kind of one of those things that keeps getting pulled into movies more and more. But the, we saw Spree. Spree was pretty good. I, I like Spree. I would show that to yes, people and watch too. it again. Um, yep. We have uh, kind of a reverse take, and not so much horror, but Guns Guns Akimbo was actually really good. And the the plot of Guns Akimbo is that Daniel Radcliffe is trolling people, and then he gets punished for it. So it'll kind of be interesting to see this um, this third kind of version of that social media thing, where the first spree was just trying to get famous, right? Guns Akimbo was getting shat on because you're a troll, and then this one's going to be like doing the shitting on of trolls, right? Yes. So, um, yeah, I'm interested yeah. to see this one. Yeah, um, it could be fun. Yeah, so this next one I, I, like, I thought was really cool. So whenever a movie combines multiple themes or genres and horror together, I always like to see where it goes because it could potentially be like a brand new thing, right? So For the Sake of the Vicious is a Canadian movie that's coming out, and it looks it's, – it's the premise is basically this nurse gets home from work on, late on Halloween night and – finds people in her house and the people in her house, there's like one guy who's subdued another guy and the, you don't really get a lot of information in the trailer about what's happening there. But basically the, 
people, the nurse and the guy who's not a subdued are getting into a fight and like, then the guy who's not subdued tells the nurse that he's captured this dude and this dude's like really bad. He's like a really bad guy. But then the guy gets loose and calls his friends and it turns into this like reverse purge movie. I don't know. It just sounds crazy um, because basically this the whole idea is that the violence just keeps escalating because these people are this person, this lady is just trying to defend her home. Right. And it doesn't look like it's kind of like one of those movies that holds back in as much as like people are reluctant. I mean, she seems reluctant at first, but I, there's also a scene of her like jamming a crowbar through a dude's head. And I'm not sure like you do that. If you're really that reluctant <laughs> to killing people, you know, um, but, well, that's the progression. That's the progression. Yeah. And that's kind of what it is, is I think it'll be cool. And that's for the sake of vicious. Um, it's kind of, is that right? Is it called for the sake of vicious? Or yes. Okay. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, no, like, right. I keep want to say for the sake of violence, but, but yeah, so I'm excited to see this because I love those kind of genre mashing movies um, a lot. Yeah. It's got this kind of, it's like a twist on, um, on like home invasion, mm-hmm. but it, it feels it feels different the way that they film it and i love that there's just this this kind of mystery ho- hovering in the air of like who this guy is that's tied up why it ended up in her house and why there are so many guys that are willing to like Come violently and defend this, guy, this yeah. dude and yeah it's it so there's just i love the air of mystery that's over the over the trailer and that it doesn't give away too much and it, i think that's what i'm most excited about i really want to see where the story goes it's it's gonna be good yeah, and that genre bendy thing, like the collector did it, or whatever the first movie in that collector series was, where like it was like a home invasion I think guy it was the collector, that gets yeah. trapped in a saw style movie with a family who's getting attacked by this guy. It's like mashing all those things together sometimes works really well. And then the sequel is just a basically a gore porn, which kind of sucked because the first one was actually interesting. <laughs> but so yeah, that one. Was, yeah, that was a good example of a home invasion because the the protagonist is the home invader, yeah, right? and then he and finds out that it's already been invaded. Yeah, yeah, it flips you around, and I always like those two. That's why I think Butcher's looks really cool. Um, yeah. So the next one we're going to talk about is called Spare Parts. Uh, it's about this punk band who basically gets into this big fight and shows that they're tough stuff. So this guy basically kidnaps them, runs them off the road, and kidnaps them, and then some somehow they surgically get altered so they can have like weapons on their arms and bodies. And so they get put into this, like, kind of post-apocalyptic, like, car fighting ring. And it's, I don't think it's post-apocalyptic in general. It's just that the place that they're at where they're fighting is, like, it's like a junkyard. It's been turned into, like, an arena fighting pit. It's got that Beyond Thunderdome look to it. Yeah, and so for me, this one looked like it was kind of like Hobo with a shotgun um, without all of the extraneous gore. Like, it still had the kind of, like, like feel of, not, it's like Grindhouse, I think, is what we call it, right? Yes, but yeah. not as grindhouse as Hobo with a Shotgun. <laughs> Which is, like, to me, the most, like, violent, goriest kind of Grindhouse. Um, Sans the older movies that I don't watch because it scares my little demon heart. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah. So, what were your thoughts here? Yeah, I get that vibe. I get this. It, the, the My first impression was it looks... It reminded me of Patchwork meets Ray's. And uh, Patchwork, for those that haven't seen it, is about a mad scientist guy that, like, stitches these three women together, but they're, like, So, like, kind souls. of body horror-ish. Yeah, but it's super goofy. And, like, this, the three, like, girls, like, souls slash, like, consciousness, like, join together in one head. Uh, or And so they're, like, sharing the body. And so they, like, have to, they, like, argue with each other and, like, fight over control of the body <laughs> and stuff. And it was really fun and goofy. Uh, but then also, 
kind of raised, which for those that haven't seen that one, it was about like a bunch of women that get kidnapped and then like forced to like fight each other to the death. Hmm. And that one was dead serious though. And Spare Parts doesn't look serious at all. Um, so the only thing that I really found that was similar was like the gladiatorial style approach to it. Um, but I feel like, I feel like this one is going to be like kind of, you know, from a, from a horror perspective, lighthearted fun. Oh yeah. And... It's not going to be like horror horror. It's, it's going to be the one you watch when it'll cool down. Yes. Yes. That, yeah, this is, this is the, uh, <laughs> what, what do you call it? The palate cleanser, yeah. I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, what was the time to travel one from a few years ago? The one that wasn't really horror, but it was about time travel, and it was, uh, like, a South African film, I think. Or maybe New Zealand. No, oh, shoot. I yeah, forgot what it's called. I know what you're talking about. But yeah. So, so, yeah, so that <laughs> one looks like it'll be pretty fun. Um, so, moving on, the next three... Uh, so, the next one is a feature film, but it starts a list of things that are either really retro or from the vault, as they call it, in the listing, or just not really feature films, but more of something else. So, the first one is a documentary called Hail to the Deadites about Evil Dead fans. Um, so this is one interesting to me because I normally don't go into like the, the kind of documentary style stuff that they show at these fests, generally because there's other things I want to watch at the same time. And it has nothing to really do with the content of the documentary, albeit I'm not a huge documentary fan, but generally it's because something else is showing. Um, so this one could be cool if they, depending on how they do scheduling, because I would watch this one if this year, because of the virtual nature of the festival, if it doesn't conflict with anything, you know. Uh, meaning, like, if the festival allows you to watch all the movies once with the party pass, I would definitely watch this one. But normally, I would probably skip it for another movie that I wanted to watch. Yes, yeah, I, I, I definitely uh, get into documentaries. There's there are plenty of of uh, film documentaries for horror films in particular that I've really enjoyed because um, there always tends to be some kind of stigma around them or uh, you know myth, uh, like some urban legend type stuff. Uh, which is really fun. Uh, this one, uh, the, there was this really good one about Alien that I haven't seen yet. Uh, that's supposedly really good. It kind of goes through like H.R. Geiger and all of the stuff that he did for the, the piece. But anyways, the, um, this one, I feel like the appeal is to see more Bruce Campbell and like see just because he's like the, um, you know, he's he's like the, the Captain Kirk of like horror you know in, hmm. in that sense like he's um yeah i get, I get that i get that <laughs> reference like he's kind of like you know super goofy why is his name i'm spacing his name i'm so embarrassed Bruce Campbell. Right sam raimi dead raimi no no the, uh, captain kirk oh, oh uh, william shatner william shatner he's like the william shatner of horror in the sense that he's like very self-aware that ev that it's kind of you know somewhat like satirical like the this love but then also it's also genuine yeah because he like doesn't like, have fans but like also understands that it's yeah okay i get you yeah and and like he's he's got this like over the top ego which is like sort of real but sort of not i don't know <laughs> so i feel like the a lot of some of the appeal is just going to be bruce campbell just being bruce campbell with these people but yeah this is again normally i wouldn't watch it but just generally because there's something else playing but if this year if the thing works out right and we can do it i might check that out and see what's happening because i do like evil dead a lot so uh, so then we have the two from the vault, uh, movies, which the first is a, uh, movie called Retribution, which is a, a movie about two men who die in the same day. And one of them is basically killed by a bunch of murderers and the other one committed suicide. And they come back to life in the same body of the guy who committed suicide. And the spirit of the dude who gets murdered basically goes on this killing rampage. It's supposed to have some pretty gory kill scenes and stuff. 
So I feel like it could be a nice palate cleanser if things get too artsy. Like, you could watch this and kind of enjoy just a classic 80s, like, nonsense movie. Yes. And I like the reference to, like, uh, it being kind of Tales of the Crypty, mm -hmm. which gives you a kind of, of a good idea of what you're going into. Like Demon Knight, um, which you showed me last yes. year, which I love. It's like one of my <laughs> new Knight's favorite awesome. movies. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if it's, if it's up that alley, it's going to be a blast. Mm -hmm. And then what I feel like is the comedic cannibal holocaust. So this... Uh, the AGFA, which is the American Genre Film Association Horror Trailers Show, uh, is basically like this show of trailers that were supposedly too violent or gory or whatever to show originally. Uh, so they're recutting them into a movie. And this is definitely one of those ones that I would watch just because of the virtual convention if it works out that way. I don't know that I have any interest in this normally, but it, it kind of like... Makes me think of Tammy and the T-Rex when they did like this, the super cut of it with all the violent scenes in, still in it. Kind of like yeah. thing. Um, so it could be interesting. I don't know. If it's open and I can watch it, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, I definitely want to see what that's all about. I still don't full. I still can't fully grasp exactly what it is. Like, I can't tell. Is it like super self-aware? I, I can't I tell. Know, but some of the cut scenes in the trailer are like, are like, one. okay, so it has to be jokey because one of the, the scenes in the trailer was this guy they asked coming out of a theater how what he thought of the movies and then it just like he was like he started kind of laughing and then it just overcut like some giggling over him like laughing and just looped the scene and i'm like okay so it can't be taking itself too seriously if they like manufactured the trailer for the trailer show that way right so i think yeah. it has to be a little self-aware because one of the scenes was like they cut they cut the end of the trailer and it was just white screen and they're like we had to cut this because it was too violent for you to watch or something like that <laughs> and so i think it's self-aware Yes. But I also don't never heard of the AGFA before and I'm not sure if it's a serious thing or like a like kind of like trauma. You know, like it's just a thing that somebody made up one time because they needed to come up with an association to do something funny. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sure either. So that's it for the first wave of feature films. Um we're gonna keep going. So if you stayed around this long, you're about to hear a bunch of short reviews or previews. Um if you only wanted to see feature films, thanks for listening. Um you know, and we forgot to mention, I guess, at the beginning of the podcast, to sh shoot forward if you want to only listen to shorts. But, you know, you live and learn. So um, so these are going to be kind of short, quick feelings because there's like a bajillion shorts, as always, and we love it. So don't ever change till you're right. But yes. um, we're just going to kind of – I'm going to talk about the ones that I thought were cool and uh, Sickle's going to bring in what he thought was cool sometime throughout. <laughs> uh, so I do I do want to I do want to preface uh, just really quick with this thought. Like there – there are a lot of these, I mean, almost all of them, I thought sounded really awesome. But there are some that sounded like they're going to be like a really good scare. or You know, they're going to be really good. But they also sounded like something I've heard of before. Yeah. So it's something that I know I'll enjoy. I know it's going to be good. But the only reason I didn't bring it up here is because it didn't sound like something completely like brand new, fresh, unique. And, original something that's yeah. going to surprise me in that way and these so all are some of these ones I... after we see them because we always oh, watch yes. the majority of this, the shorts and review them so we might catch the ones that we didn't put on here for previews that are going to be good so you know don't hold us oh, to yeah. a, a, an iron wall if you will but like for an, for example the the one of the first ones on here is called antique and it's about a lady who buys an antique a bathtub uh from a dead person's estate and my comment that was they... haunted furniture rocks because i just think of armoire and so, like, I'm yes. always willing to watch Armour's awesome. but it's been done. Exactly, exactly. And that that's all I was going to say is that, like, 
Am I excited to see Antique? Absolutely, because Armoire was awesome. But I'm not going to really, I'm not going to talk about other shorts that are like this one, because we all know what's coming. Yeah. Or we, we think we know what's coming, at least. And generally with horror shorts, unless they're comedy, you're kind of in the same boat. Like, they're going to have a scare. Like, they're going to have some kind of reveal or twist. And that's what you're in the short for, is, like, to not be super invested in a film, and that way you can kind of flip the switch if it didn't like it and move on to the next one. So. Yep. So we talked about Antique. It's the Haunted Bathtub. I, I watched it because whenever a movie, whenever there's a serious piece about haunted furniture, I always like to see what how serious they can make it, you know? Yes. Like, oh, yeah. Armand was pretty serious, and it was pretty good. Uh, so generally, I think they can be good um, if they're done right. Oh, absolutely. Um, I agree. Okay. I'm excited. The appointment was like the follow-up to Animal or Anonymous Animals to me. It was like, because it had a lot of commentary. Like, okay, so... Basically, what the premise of this and the trailer don't really match up to me. So if you watch one or the other, you wouldn't get what was happening. Kind of like Sickle and I do on a regular basis, where like I'll read a synopsis and he'll watch a trailer and they're different, or vice versa. But yes. basically, it starts off in this restaurant where everybody's like eating gross stuff and it's they're eating it way too like zealously, overzealously, right? So that's why it kind of felt like a commentary on like how Americans eat or like what we eat and how we do it, blah blah blah. And then it kind of just zooms in on this guy who's like like waiting for someone at this restaurant and checks his watch and sees someone and it's not them. <clears throat> but the premise of the movie is that this dude got an appointment in his calendar for 12 o'clock and he doesn't know where why he's being meeting or who he's meeting. So I think it could be cool and weird, um, but it could also be just like a like little piece on little a collage of social commentary, which would be boring. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay. I, I think that that yeah, I, I agree with that one. I think it could. I think it could, has the chance to be like a really unique piece, but we'll have to see. Also, could nosedive into the wrong direction real quick. Um, yes. All right. So the next one we have is called Ashes. This is another one that's kind of like armoire. It's pretty traditional, like horror. It's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna break any boundaries, but it looks cool. It's about a girl who, like, walking through the woods, takes a shortcut, finds an insane asylum, finds some crazy book, and ends up being stalked by somebody who looks pretty cool. By the way, the monster looks kind of cool. So I just put it on here because yes. I think it'll be cool. Um, it almost reminds me of, like, a No Sleep creepypasta I read once, and so I'm wondering how close it'll be to that. Because that's generally yes. where some of these stories can come from sometimes for shorts, is those types of things. Yeah, I agree. Like, even though, like, hypocritically, I just said that we wouldn't talk about ones that were, it kind of seems like we'd know what's coming. But that one, I think, looks really awesome. I, I think the trailer shows some really good, like, stylized uh, cinematography, some really good effects work. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that one's going to be really good. <laughs> that's one thing to point out, too. Some of these on the site have trailers and some don't. I wouldn't say that the trailer, if it has a trailer, you're going to like it. Because some of the trailers are not trailers. They're just like a short, short snippet of the movie and blah, blah, blah. Yes. So basically don't trust and, trailers for shorts. Yes. I, I would say that in general, I would I would say just follow the rule of don't watch trailers for shorts. and Because uh, it either spoils the whole thing or you don't get any yeah. information and you're more confused. Exactly. So we took the bullet for you and watched them <laughs> to try to get a better idea yeah. uh, of if we could and glean anything that we could from them uh so you don't have to so don't watch them you're welcome Just enjoy it america or whoever <laughs> listens to us in the world the next one's <laughs> called the body which confuses me because there's about 13 horror shorts called the body and i was excited because i thought maybe they remade or did a, a cleaner version or re-showing the old body with the guy who plays um, theon Greyjoy from like game of thrones where he's like a serial killer on halloween who's killed somebody but he's like dressed up and so he just basically hangs out with these people all night trying to dump his body <laughs> uh 
this one it had no trailer or any kind of like really discerning things except for the fact that two people go into a desert to find a body or just for some reason and then one of them comes out changed and you know it could be cool like it doesn't seem terrible i think this is the one that has the biggest ability to disappoint me because it could just be something really stupid yeah, I, I think that the what it has going for it is that it's a five-minute runtime. There you go. And I feel like that that is not long enough for it to have some kind of, like, really deep, impactful meaning that it's go. trying to build up. Good point. Like, I feel like it's probably going to have some... It's going to have something good happen. That's my opinion, but we'll see. It's when you I, hit, like, the 10 to 15-minute mark where you start getting, the sim, like, a lot of symbolism and stuff, you're right? Yes, you're like, you're like there's going to be some long monologue in this or guy's like head Or, like, a scene that's point. just, like, flickering lights trying to describe a feeling. <laughs> uh, so the next thing we got is I'm... I actually was really weirdly excited for this one because this usually don't get me that much, but it's called Carmintus or Carmintus, Carmintus. Uh, but it's about a miner who gets stuck on a planet, and, and like so, it's gonna be like a good sci-fi short, um, kind of like a sci-fi survival, like a Martian. And I don't think we see enough of those. Yeah, I'm I'm all for it. I mean, anything sci-fi sci-fi horror is my jam for the most part. So anything that's gonna kind of breach that realm is gonna make me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one that you did skip though that I thought looked kind of good was a uh, boss. Uh, BOS. Yeah, that um, one I was confused I, about because the trailer made me feel like I wasn't interested in it, but the synopsis made me feel like I was. <laughs> exactly. No, I, I felt the exact same way, but that made me interested in it. Okay. I'm like, oh, well, okay, I want to know what's happening here. That but was a short it does, list it's for just... me because I got like 14 or 15 others. <laughs> I know. I, I Yeah, I'm sorry. So I'm going back no, on no, this. But like... I want you to do that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's about two joggers. Uh, that are just jogging in the woods and then something bad happens and you don't know what the bad thing is. And so I, I feel like it could be anything from like suddenly one of them finds out the other one's a murderer to there's something in the woods. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll see. There's something in the woods. I don't know. It, it, I feel like just the open endedness of it makes me excited. Okay. Uh, the next one I have on my list is Clearwater. Um, it basically is a short about a lady who kind of starts sunbathing next to river and gets bit by a mosquito and then question mark. So kind of like what you just said, the open-endedness of it has me excited, but apprehensive. So I'm willing to, to watch it and be excited for it. <laughs> yes, I'm really excited for this one because I love anything that's going to, that even remotely teases body horror or creature feature. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and this one seems like it kind of goes up that route. Uh, again, the runtime is six minutes. So that's a good runtime for the likelihood of something awesome happening. Um I really, I don't know, there's the, the, you get a little bit of a brief trailer on this one too, and some of the sound work that happens in the trailer is very promising to me, and mm-hmm. so I'm hoping that it goes in that direction. It could not, um, but I'm hoping it does. I'm really excited for that one. Yeah, uh, this uh, next one I think we're both really excited for too, that I have on my list, it's called Exit. Um, it's a movie, a Russian movie, go Russians, I guess, because maybe there's some <laughs> stuff going on there. I know you didn't really like Sputnik though, so maybe not. Um, but, I did like Sputnik. It just wasn't alien. Okay. It just should not have been sold as alien. Yeah, again, it has a, it has a marketing issue. Um, so this movie looks kind of cool because it's about these dudes who are renovating a house and they start realizing that certain rooms in the house are changing their shape as they renovate it. And then it goes into some kind of weird, like, potentially time travel avenue. And so I was like, Lovecraftian, I'm in. Like, it sounds Lovecraftian, but not in the monster form, in the, like, more psychological, like, messing with your mind, are you insane, are you not insane kind of Lovecraftian, you know? Yes, and, yeah, I'm all for it. I think this one, I think this one has this, like, potential of, like, feature film potential. 
Um, I feel like it's a really good take on like the haunted house genre. So that one makes me really excited. I, I feel like that was is definitely one of the original pieces that we've seen mm-hmm. for shorts. Um, the next one I put on here kind of as a like a close to the cut list. It's called Feed Your Muse. And I like the idea of a muse that you'd get at like a garage sale. And that's kind of why it feels like new to me. But I'm worried it's just going to devolve into like, oh, he has to feed the muse people in order to get inspired. And that's a really cliche trite story. But if they do it right, it could be interesting. Yes. Yeah, that one, I, I, I don't know exactly where it's going. So that's another one of those ones where it's like, if it goes in a really fun direction mm-hmm. or a really unique direction, it could be really good. But yeah, I, yeah, I just don't, I don't know what to expect because that one could also be end up being like, what was that? Yeah, <laughs> like that kind of. But we'll have to wait and see on that one. Uh, all right. The next one we got is called Gorgar. And it's this one's funny because it doesn't have a trailer. And the only thing it says in there is a cautionary tale. But digging a little bit, I found that the direct well, not digging. This is right on the site. But the director is Chris McIrony. McIronry? McIronroy. 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 John McIronroy. Um, The (laughs) same director as the short from Scare Package, which is on Shutter right now, and you should totally watch if you haven't, called One Time in the Woods, which is the second short in the films, the the anthology thing, and it's really funny and kind of ridiculous. So funny. Um, And also a short called We Summoned a Demon, which was at Telluride a few years ago, where two guys summon a demon and then try to figure out what to do next. Uh, Wait, so they do what? They summon a demon. Oh. It's called We Summoned a Demon. Um, oh. But it, I think it, the, so basically what you get is meta comedic horror from this director. And uh, I'm excited to see where he goes next. <laughs> so that's all yes. I need to know. And since I'm continually uh, picking up on the theme of run times here, this one is only a minute. So. <laughs> it's definitely horror comedy at its finest if it's that short. Yes. Uh, yes. So basically, you can tell if if I remember a director, it's going to be, it means that I really, really liked what they've done. Whether or not you actually think it's good or not is, you know, your choice. I don't care. But (laughs) uh, so the next one we have is called Guest. And this one, to me, has the potential to be the creepiest one out of everything I've seen so far. Just because the design of the thing that's chasing them is, it it, like, it's, it's straight from my nightmares. Like, so yes. basically this one is about a lady who finds somebody in their house and um i think she's like trying to figure out what happened and there's just this character named the guest that's in her house and i don't know it's it's really weird and i don't quite understand it but i'm gonna watch it and i'm gonna creep myself out yes there's some really creepy shots and the way that they designed this particular guest and you see it like we're not trying to be subtle like you see it when you look at the site like you can see what the creature is and it doesn't make it any less creepy like it doesn't (laughs) so that single frame is 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 very well done in the trailer if you watch that this is one of the good trailers i think um just because the scene at the end of the trailer you're like oh my god i didn't think it could get creepier (laughs) and then it does yeah it does um so the next one I thought would be interesting, and this is only because they had it potentially has monsters in it, is called In the Mirrors. I don't really think the premise is that new, but I'm always excited to see what people do for monsters in movies. So if you are even hinting at there might be some kind of monster or entity, um, I would watch your short because it's a short, and if it doesn't pay out, I don't have to care about it. <laughs> yes, yeah, they, yeah, that one. Um, you know, it's always fun when horror tackles like a new element of our culture something fresh from our culture and this one tackles airbnb 
So yep. I think it's a good route to go. And so that one, it, it should be fun. And I also wouldn't mind if this turns into something more like the, what's the, that that one with the Luke Wilson, not Luke Wilson. Yeah. Luke Wilson, maybe? No. The one that doesn't have the messed up nose. Vacancy is Vacancy, what you're exactly. About. Yeah, with Kate. That is Luke Wilson. Yeah, with Kate Blanchett and Luke Wilson. Not Kate Blanchett. Uh, <laughs> Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, Kate Beckinsale. Thank you. So <laughs> I, it could go that direction too, and I wouldn't hate it because I haven't seen yes. something like that in a long time. So, yeah. Yes, agreed. The next one I have on here is called The Knock. And the only reason I feel like this could be scary is because I find that scary. Like, if I was sleeping and someone knocked on my door in the middle of the night, that's when my heckles are the most raised, right? Like, oh, oh, be bedroom door, by the way. Bedroom door is specific. Yeah, you said that, and now I'm even more creeped out when I'm recording. So, yeah, I'm good. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm interested in this one, because it's going to get me, I think. Yeah, it, it's not just a late-night person, not, a drunk guy knocks on the wrong door to, you know, the wrong house. This is bedroom door. Yep, so, let's move on. Yes. I don't want to think about yeah. it anymore. <laughs> uh, definitely excited. Just don't want to think about it anymore. <laughs> so... <laughs> The Little Willy, or Little Willy, um, Literally Willy is what I typed because I'm an idiot, but Little Willy, um, it basically is about this guy who's in a mental breakdown at a convention, and he's a he's the one of the actors in a horror movie that's basically like a parody of Chucky, it looks like. Uh, but I like that they frame it as a mental breakdown, but it's clearly the doll coming to life and like doing stuff, or, or something very similar in that vein that's going to be really interesting. And... I really find that kind of like horror genre, com horror con commentary genre kind of great because I really like conventional with Karen Gillian and I'm so excited to see new convention kind of short horror. And then uh, um, uh, Digging Up the Marrow kind of has part of that in it, yep. like towards the beginning, has some of that in it, um, some of that space. Yeah, I think that one looks pretty good. It could be some pretty great like meta horror type mm -hmm. stuff for that. Yeah. So... Uh, the next one we got, I got excited for because, again, it had the word monster in it. And anytime you put monster and short in the same sentence, or like you're putting a monster in the description of your short, I get excited. It's called Mare, I think is how mm -hmm. you pronounce it. And basically, so. it's about this girl in, whose friend, whose friend slash roommate is getting stalked slash attacked by a monster. And she tries to help and then starts getting stalked slash attacked by this monster. So, hey, there's no trailer. So, you have me interested. Uh, and if I see something cheesy, then I don't have to care about it. So, I'm excited. Yes. Um, yeah, it, yeah, it, you, you said it, you said it. There, there could be a monster in it. It's two minutes. Let's go. Yeah, let's, it's only two minutes, then there's definitely watching it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so the next one I liked, and sorry, you can feel free to shoot in here if I'm missing any of the ones you didn't, uh, you did like, or I didn't. Oh, yeah, no, I, I'll jump in. Okay. Um, it's called Misha. Um, it's about, so I was kind of confused about this until I watched the trailer, which was nice. So, well, sorry, the trailer elaborates on the description. Uh, enough that it makes it make more sense. So basically there's this, there's this movie about this lady whose daughter gets really sick and misses school a bunch. And then this thing called the Department of Order and Consistency, basically... Safety. Safety, yeah. Um, this gets called to come to her house and she thinks it's because she's gonna, they're going to take her kid away because she's a natural parent, but they're actually trying to figure out if they're witches. Which I was like, oh, interesting. Like a modern day kind of witch thing, literal witch hunt, right? But like it could be cool because it has witches in it, but it's also social commentary. So I think it could go both ways. I'm kind of excited for it just to see where it lands, you know? It would be almost interesting because I've never seen witches treated as, like, a, I don't think this is where this is going, but this just popped into my head. Like, uh, that, like, witches are treated almost like a genetic 
thing, like a vampire or something. Yeah, and they said that. And so she like, doesn't they generally like have she doesn't know six or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, like 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 she doesn't know genetic. Like she didn't know that she was a witch, you know, but her genes say that she is. And like I think that that would be crazy um, to kind of go that route, um, where like you know they she's being held against you know or something's being held against her that she had no control over mm-hmm. or any idea that she had. Yeah. It's that's also good social commentary, but this next one, I was like really surprised how excited I was about it. Um, it's called the Motorist, and so the, the premise is like this guy kills a dude, and then justice takes his toll, and he doesn't get he doesn't. So specifically, the guy kills a dude in his car, doesn't get out of his car to see what's like to do anything about it, but for some reason can't drive away, and then justice takes his toll, right? And so like I was like, oh okay, that sounds interesting. Click trailer, and it's like this crazy cult like basically is trying to get him to get out of his car and then it just escalates to the freaking moon like so i'm really excited to see where that one goes yes that one it feels like it feel the the um it feels kind of like possum to me where mm-hmm. possum just went really deep down the sim, uh, like the symbolism route um possum was a feature film from 2 years ago i think so yeah I think it was 2 years ago and uh, from Telluride, Time is weird. it it was really it was a really interesting film, but it was definitely out there and had a lot of like heavy symbolism in it. So I, I, I feel have... like the motorist might go that way. Uh, I, I don't know, maybe, but like they they do very literal things in this one. Like they cover his car up, and they're doing things that to me seem like far more literal than symbolism. Even though they may have symbolism that I'm too dumb to realize. But like there are things that are like look like they're trying to punish him for not getting out of his car, or because he didn't get out of his car, they have to do something. So I don't know. It seems like it could be cool, and it, again, it's probably not very long. So it's a short. Yes. Um, I put this one on here because this next one on here because it reminds me of one of my favorite horror shorts, which is called Mister Hendrix. The premise yes. is is basically like somebody meets like somebody finds an entity in their closet and gets wishes if they can do some things or something like that. It's called Mister This or That. But I was only like, oh, cool. Sounds like it could be like Mr. Hendricks. I'm in. Yep. No, nope, I felt <laughs> the same way. I felt the exact same way. So I was like, yep. Yeah, if it goes that route, we're, we're in good shape. So this next one uh, is called No Thank You. And that title doesn't really describe to you what the movie is. But I got really excited when I read the synopsis because it, I'm not sure if it's supposed to be funny. But the concept is, is interesting to me because this lady basically is the apocalypse is happening. I don't know if it's zombies or maybe it's zombies or something. But um. And she really doesn't want to get a proper designer apartment. And she really doesn't want to like go outside because she still has it. And she she's everything seems to be working and she's able to survive there. So she has to make it. And like something along the series of this movie uh, makes her make a decision about needing to leave or not. And I thought that was a kind of funny thing. Like leave and survive or stay here and die. Right. And that's kind of a very, I feel like that's not, as a main character, we basically just put people in scenarios in, in apocalyptic horror as the protagonist that they're just or- always willing to just survive, right? There's no, yes. like, there doesn't seem to be a lot of conflict in whether or not someone wants to survive at the beginning of the movie. It's just they already are. And then they have to decide throughout the movie if they want to keep surviving or not, right? Yes. Or sometimes not even that. So this one kind of sounded interesting to me because, and because it's like her posh apartment she doesn't want to leave. And I was like, okay, cool. That sounds fun. Oh, yeah. No, I, I agree completely. I thought this one um, was one of the most interesting sounding ones. I love it when they take, like, um, they take, like, you know, a very, like, the framework of horror movies. Like, you know, the framework of this one is, like, post-apocalyptic horror. Mm-hmm. And they just take you down a different path and a different perspective that you would n- you would never see in a horror movie normally. And part of it's because 
it would only last six minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, like the movie wouldn't last long enough, and so you never or you see these put perspectives. It in a movie because that's six minutes you needed to cut or something, right? Yeah, it, like this is just something you wouldn't see that would totally happen in real life in these scenarios. And so I love that th that that's what basically we're getting is a glimpse into something that would totally happen in a lot of these scenarios, but you never get to see it. Mm -hmm. And so it, either it, if either it's funny, which I think it sounds funny too. Uh, either it's going to be hilarious or it's just going to be this like really awesome perspective on something you just didn't see coming. Mm -hmm. So the next one I was purely interested in because it says experiment gone wrong. And that always is like an interesting way to, to start to start into having a synopsis. So it's called Nova and I have no idea what experiment it is, but it's gone wrong and I want to see what happens. Uh, I think that it's, I mean, I guess I don't want to ruin it. I don't know. But it looks like what happens is that she's experiencing or experimenting with some kind of zombie virus and she gets infected with it. And so as she's starting to lose control of her self, she has to like, it looks like she's making some kind of like, like some kind of like last intest, like last testament on a camera hmm. before she loses herself. But I could be wrong. I, but I do think that that would be an interesting So this is probably another it. discrepancy between what you, the trailer that you saw. Did you see a trailer for it? I didn't. Okay. I'm basing that off of one screenshot. Okay. And like what the synopsis was. Because reading the synopsis by itself, I just thought Nova and science. I was like, maybe this is like a crazy new power or bomb or something like that. But yeah, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> this next one is called Oh Dear. And the only reason I've had it, I have, or one of the two reasons <laughs> I have it on here is because it's a funny pun. And... The fact that the premise yeah. is that dad wants to spend more time with his son and then they hit a deer and things go haywire just sounds like the monster, but like more funny or, you know? Oh yeah. No, this one, like it, it the, this, I think this synopsis sounds brilliant, especially if it plays out the way that I yeah. hope it does. But I mean, like I can see it being something, you know, just like a more morbid version of, um, Tommy boy, you know, like <laughs> it, it could just be that. And I think it would be brilliant. Right. I would love it. Yeah, that would be but, um, I, <laughs> I, I feel like this that. one could go, yeah, it could go like in 10 different directions and each one of those directions would be a blast. So sure. I'm really excited for that one. All right. Uh, our next one's called Progeny. And I thought this one sounded cool because, uh, I don't know, it, the, the world that they're in just sounds really interesting. So basically you, there's aliens on earth and it's a, it's like considered an honor to be a host for the alien child children. Right. And it doesn't matter if you're male or female, as far as I can tell, maybe you only be male. I don't really know, but to be a host, you basically get have to get like what looks like raped by these aliens. Like, did you it get does that look like that. Okay, no, I, I just, did. Yeah, and so like I thought that it was like well, interesting cool social commentary because it's doing it in a very kind of novel way, and it could be kind of interesting. And it's got some what I look like really good practical effects for the aliens. So, I mean, yes, yeah, and like from the trailer, I kind of got this vibe. I mean, it's definitely being i think it's being a little bit more wacky kind of goofy with it mm -hmm. um but it does remind me of this movie called captive state um and that the whole point that of that movie like because like every alien invasion movie is they're annihilating everything on the earth like uh, all the humans yeah they're gonna yeah they're gonna kill every you know so even if even in those movies where it's like it's already happened humanity's like destroyed right you know they're like living underground they're all this stuff captive state was like they basically like they take over the planet but then just establish their government within our governments mm -hmm. so they run our governments but it's still our people running the government and like enforcing everything so like john goodman is in it and he's like one of the head people that like polices for the aliens 
And so I thought it was a really interesting concept because like the aliens are integrated into society and humanity's living under them. And but they're still kind of living normal, you know? So like they still have stores, they still have all the stuff, but they're still oppressed by this alien race. And I was like, that seems so interesting to me. And it it, it, it was a really interesting movie. Hmm. This short feels kind of like it's doing that, yeah. but in kind of a goofier way, okay. having more fun. Interesting. I'll have to check that movie out. The next one that is on our list is called Sophie, and the reason that I wanted to see this one is because of the screenshot, basically. I want to see what happens with this lady's phone when she deletes her app. Yes. Yeah, that one... Th yeah, I, I had the same vibe. I actually saw another uh, phone-related horror short the other day. I can't remember what it was called, but it was from the perspective of Tinder, um, I believe. And so she was looking she you know she was swiping left through people and then she ends up on like on a picture that's like the back of her head <laughs> that's creepy. on tinder and then she's like oh what the heck you know and so she cycles through them and you know stuff progresses from there but um so this one seemed kind of like it was going down a similar route of like a little bit of social commentary on how we're using our phones um and social media and uh kind of a an attack on that so I'm and the concept of like an avatar too which i think is interesting like when you create something so much not yourself that it becomes its own thing yes yeah yeah i feel like this one that one could be mm -hmm. uh have like it be really entertaining but also be having a good a good message behind it the next one is called smiles and this movie looks really interesting to me because this lady takes her boyfriend or husband or fiance or whatever to meet her family and their family has these weird like masks on that they just wear all the time and it looks like just kind of your standard family initiation weirdness thing where he probably is going to die or something, but I'm wanting to see it just because it's a short and I feel like it will probably have an interesting twist or payout. <laughs> yeah, it looks it looks pretty ridiculous, and uh, I don't know why, but for some reason it kind of reminds me of that sh uh, that uh, short from that um, horror anthology, uh, anthology that I told you about. I think it was called Blood Clots, and the final one of that is the, Which I still this seen couple... That. That I was gonna no, it, the last the last one is the one that's that's worth watching um and it's about a couple that like has uh, cthulhu over for dinner <laughs> and like for like a blind date and it's fantastic okay. it's it, it was really good all right the next one is called a strange calm and the, the main reason like, this is another one that i kind of wanted to watch to see how similar it was to certain creepy pastas and no sleeps that i've read that have a similar premise to their um synopsis of this movie but basically these two kids are watching fireworks and then like on the way home something follows them home and they have to like try to survive it or something but you're not sure what it is but it looks like it has some pretty cool stuff going on in it and it sounds like a good no sleep story so i was like i'll watch this yeah yeah that I, i'm it's hard to not be excited about that one it looks like it's got i don't know it's got antlers in the screenshot i'm sure that probably has nothing to do with anything but you know <laughs> it's like total we yeah, we can help it. Mm -hmm. We can help. Uh, this one, this one, I thought was interesting because it's kind of a new take on a vampire story. It's called Teething, and it, something happens between a janitor who's the main character and a vampire, and this dude's left with like a vampire child, and then that's the end of the synopsis. So I'm like, that sounds cool. I'll take a, I'll take a shot on an interesting new vampire story. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I feel like that's a great route to go. Like, what happens when you have a vampire baby? Mm -hmm. I mean, as simple as that. You know, yeah, like that just sounds like something that would be fun to me. <laughs> uh, the next one I thought was going to be interesting is called Who Goes There? Uh, mostly because it's a Western. Anytime you do something set in the Wild West, I get interested because of the time period I like a lot. And weird Westerns are kind of my thing. Uh, this was genre. 
but it seems like kind of creepy and interesting like this there's like taking care of this lady uh these three sisters are taking care of like either one of their sisters or some other lady and they see a guy off in the distance and she like runs up to him with a gun and is like you know like what do you want what are you doing here and then she like looks up or something and he's like completely gone and she was standing with her back his back to her and i'm like oh shit like something crazy is happening and that's all i needed to be excited about it (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i think that one looks uh that one looks really interesting i also thought that the next one uh also looked pretty fun uh you wouldn't understand Mm -hmm. um i i think i get this vibe that it's it's like what I would have. It's like what I wanted Vivarium to be. Yeah, like, kind of. It where it's this like off surre. It's like off reality, like surreality type scenario. It's about this guy that's just on a picnic by himself in this like beautiful meadow, and then this dude in this really weird white suit comes out of nowhere and just trots up to him and starts talking to him, and then things just go nuts, like crazy wacky, mm-hmm. and it just looks like it could either be like too far you know like too far gone where i'm like what was the point of all that or it could just be like the most hilarious thing ever just because it's so it kind of reminded me of resolution like that there might be some like weird like cyclical time travel stuff happening um uh, yeah that's a weird vibe i got from it at some point yes yeah i feel like that one could be pretty fun mm-hmm. well that's all we got for wave one um there are some other things like we didn't talk about 12 hour shift um that's coming out before it starts and there's a few other like live sessions that we didn't really talk about because there's obviously just not much time and um those things aren't easy to preview so uh if you want more about that just go to the event event tide site um and or go to the telegraph horse site and they'll link you to their site um make sure to get your passes um get everything figured out get excited for the schedule and that's and that's all it is is tell your right horror show.com just all together there there you go nice plug uh, there you go. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. It's a long one, but you stuck around, and now you're ready to go. Uh, be excited for Telluride Horror Show this year, 2020, uh, Shelter in Place Edition. Uh, thanks for listening. Like, comment, subscribe. Uh, we appreciate you, and love you guys. All right. We'll see you next time.